1: I don't I don't care about the Royals
0: <laughs> welcome to I tell my husband the news I'm Shannon Ray Green a journalist at USA Today each week I catch my husband up on all the stories he may have missed he doesn't really like to read or watch the news so I'm pretty much his sole news source a big responsibility. My husband, Dusty Terrell, is a local comedian in the Washington, D.C. area. Thanks for being here, Dusty.
1: Thanks for having me, Shannon.
0: What's going on over there, Dusty? I'm
1: doing pretty good, Shannon. Just had a weekend full of board games.
0: And I had a weekend of doing some chores, but mostly just relaxing.
1: You didn't do any chores. We both know it. You sat at home and you did nothing.
0: I think organizing is a chore.
1: You know what's not a chore, Shannon? Binge watching a bunch of TV. That does not count as chores. You
0: know what? I'm all out of TV. I'm fresh out. I know you like to think that I just sit on the couch and watch TV, but I've got a lot of journaling to catch up on and a lot of novels.
1: We got a new five-star review on Apple Podcasts, which I'm super pumped about, Shannon. Me too. As we mentioned last week, it's been a while. So thank you so much to Goldilocks SF.
0: You're the best. Seems like our podcast is just right.
1: Uh, they called us the cutest couple. I don't know about the cutest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> definitely,
1: definitely real cute, but I don't know about the cutest.
0: You can always find us on Twitter. I'm at Shaden Rae Green.
1: And I'm at Dusty Terrell.
0: And you can email us at I tell my husband the news at usatoday.com. So, the big news this past week in the world of celebrities was that Harry and Meghan are stepping down from senior royalty.
1: That's the big news from last week. Not, uh, you know, stuff happening in the Middle East or anything, but the uh, what's happening with the the royal family that nobody cares about
0: yeah <laughs> i do think it's important to be aware of political and world news
1: but that's not this
0: podcast this is not that show that's right so the first story today what are harry and megan thinking they don't want to be senior royals anymore this was written by my colleague maria puente if you weren't familiar with the British term gobsmacking before, now you may get an idea of what it means after digesting the astonishing news that Prince Harry and Duchess Meghan of Sussex have decided they are not going to be senior royals anymore.
1: Shane, I'm going to let you finish, but I just want to point out <laughs> that you've been you've been told on multiple occasions that I don't I don't care About the royals. (laughs) Not interested in news about them, and I don't care what they do with their silly little lives. Okay, you can go on now.
0: But don't you think that this is different because no one has ever done this before? No one in the royal family?
1: Oh, they're real revolutionaries.
0: (laughs) I mean, you're not the slightest bit curious about people who are like, yeah, we're not going to participate in this royalty thing.
1: Whatever. Let's hear it.
0: Last Wednesday, they issued a personal message announcing they are stepping back from their roles as senior members of the British royal family. They're working on becoming financially independent, and they're planning to split their time between North America and the United Kingdom. Then, an hour after that, came another statement from the palace, this one from the office of the private secretary and communications director for Queen Elizabeth II, Harry's grandmother. It suggested some in the palace were not amused. The statement said, carefully... Quote, we understand their desire to take a different approach, but these are complicated issues that will take time to work through, unquote. Translation, not so fast, your royal highness. By now, Americans unfamiliar with Brit speak or the ins and outs of royal doings might be wondering, what? Have they quit being royals? Can they do that? And why would they? Sally Bedell Smith is an acclaimed American biographer of the Queen and of Harry's mother, the late Princess Diana. She says that it appears from these statements that Harry and Meghan have acted on their own and without consulting anyone in the royal family. Smith said, quote, You would think that Harry would know that you can't just go off and make decisions without taking advice. For them to have cooked this up all by themselves, I think is a real violation of the way the royal family is supposed to operate, unquote. And British royal commentator Richard Fitzwilliams said, quote, we are in unprecedented waters. It is extraordinary. What the hell is going on? What do they want to do? This is trouble. Unquote. As Smith says, careful parsing of the Sussex statement produces more head-scratching than insight. Here are the salient sentences. Quote, after many months of reflection and internal discussions, we have chosen to make a transition this year and starting to carve out a progressive new role within this institution. We intend to step back as senior members of the royal family and work to become financially independent while continuing to fully support Her Majesty, the Queen. Unquote. So, have they quit being royal? No. Even Edward VIII, the king who abdicated in 1936, was still a royal duke of Windsor afterwards and still a member of the family, even though there was little love lost between them. A senior royal means someone close to the queen and high up in the succession. Harry is currently sixth in line. He will still be both those things despite his plans. Bottom line, they'll still be royals, but they don't want to work like royals, or not as much anymore. Have they retired like Grandfather Prince Philip? Not really. The Duke of Edinburgh is 98, and he's earned his retirement. Harry, who's 35, and Meghan, 38, seem to be saying they're not going to be doing their usual round of royal engagements, but they haven't explained exactly what they'll be doing instead, or whether they will do a combination of things, and how that would work. And what do they really mean by financially independent? Are they going to get jobs, and if so, what kind? Will the former Meghan Markle go back to acting? Will they spend all their time raising money for charity? Smith says this creates an awful lot of problems because they seem to be setting up a situation of one foot in the royal family and one foot in some undescribed private enterprise they're setting up through a nonprofit, which will require them to raise a lot of money. But the cachet for that comes from being senior members of the royal family. The logic of all this seems muddy, unquote. So who supports them financially? According to their Sussex Royal website, they will no longer take money from the British taxpayers through the sovereign grant that supports the queen and senior royals for their public duties.
1: I can't believe taxpayers pay them money. <clears throat> Makes no sense. Stop it.
0: <laughs> I don't, Stop it. I don't think that's gonna happen. The Sussex office expenses are covered by the grant, amounting to 5% of their total cost. They, quote, prefer to release this financial tie, unquote. Harry's father, Prince Charles, has supported their private life in 95% of their office through his deep-pocketed Duchy of Cornwall income, which apparently will continue. But they won't be skint. Meghan made plenty of money as an actress on Suits, and Harry inherited a considerable amount of money from his mother, which has likely grown since 1997. Here's another quote from the statement. Quote, we now plan to balance our time between the United Kingdom and North America, continuing to honor our duty to the Queen, the Commonwealth, and our patronages. This geographic balance will enable us to raise our son with an appreciation for the royal tradition into which he was born, while also providing our family with the space to focus on the next chapter, including the launch of our new charitable entity. Unquote. So, what happens now to Frogmore Cottage, their newly renovated Windsor home? Frogmore Cottage will continue to be the property of the Queen, the Sussex website says. They will continue to use it as their official residence, quote, so that their family will always have a place to call home in the United Kingdom, unquote. In a rebuke of media criticism, the newly updated Sussex website explained the renovation of Frogmore was funded by the Queen through the Sovereign Grant. Quote, reflecting the monarchy's responsibility to maintain the upkeep of buildings with historical significance, unquote. It was already under renovation when the Queen offered its use to them, and the renovations cost half what they would have spent if they had moved into the originally suggested official residence at Kensington Palace. So how can they live both in the UK and in, say, Canada or America? The climate-damaging flying requirement seems daunting at best. Fitzwilliam says, quote, this really is extraordinary as it will raise issues such as security costs, unquote. Security for the Sussexes is required by law as they are classified as internationally protected individuals and the British government never discusses security issues for royals. What about the media scrutiny they so despise in the U.K.? It's hardly likely to be better over here. But Harry and Meghan's relationship started under wraps and remained so for more than a year of dating. So they've demonstrated they can elude the paparazzi when they want to. They spent at least some of their year and time off period in Canada and were only spotted by a local paper on Vancouver Island at the very end. Smith said, I don't see them living in some sort of modest home in Laguna Beach. Maybe they had a total transforming revelation while they were off for six weeks and decided they want to live in the wilderness. Unquote.
1: I give them... Two weeks surviving in the wilderness.
0: <laughs> no, I want to watch that show. Yeah. Put that show on for me.
1: They'll go out there into the wilderness, won't find any of their tea and crumpets, and then they'll just <laughs> turn around and go back home.
0: <laughs> Is there a positive aspect to this announcement? For Americans, maybe it's this. We might get to see the Sussex's eight-month-old baby, Archie Harrison, Mountbatten, Windsor, more often in America, uh, Unless they plan to spend most of their time in Canada.
1: That doesn't interest me at all.
0: (laughs) Given that the Queen and Prince Charles may have been as much in the dark as the rest of us, it's likely that what happens next is a lot of meetings at the palace and more careful statements explaining matters. Meanwhile, outside the palace, royal fans are puzzled, anti-monarchy forces are gleeful, and a media maelstrom may be building. Already one of their best-known critics, ex-tabloid turned morning tv host Piers Morgan, is tweeting his contempt. He said, quote, People say I'm too critical of Meghan Markle, but she ditched her family, ditched her dad, ditched most of her old friends, split Harry from William, and has now split him from the royal family. I rest my case, unquote. Smith predicts that Meghan will take all the blame for this decision, causing further damage to her already shaky relations with the media, a crucial factor in the continued stability and popularity of the monarchy. Smith says, quote, it's a delusion that they can escape the media in North America. There's even less protection in this new hybrid existence. This is having your cake and eating it, too. And that doesn't end well, usually, unquote. You agree? Can't have your cake and eat it, too?
1: No, but what you can have is one cake and then you can have a second cake that you then eat. That's what I like.
0: How does this relate?
1: You just you have one and you eat one too. That's what I always say. Mm. Have one cake but then also have one that you eat.
0: My thing about this cliche is why do you need to have a cake? Like why do you need hmm. to have a cake out?
1: Yeah, you want it. eventually, the whole point of having a cake is to eventually eat it. It's
0: for eating. Why is it a problem? I think just like,
1: you know, you're just like, oh my gosh, this cake is so pretty and it's just for me. So you're just like enjoying it, but you can't have it and then also eat it, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I never am like, I need to keep this cake. No. What's the point? I'm always like, let's destroy it. It's
1: going to get moldy at some point or gross. Eat that cake.
0: Exactly. What do you think about Meghan and Harry?
1: I think I still don't care. (laughs) What I am interested in, Shannon, is it sounds like since they're uh, stepping away from the monarchy, then that leaves a opening. Right. So can I apply for that opening? Can I get into that spot? Because I would love some of that sweet, sweet tax money. (laughs) <laughs> so, if you could uh find out where I apply for the position, Shannon, that would be much appreciated.
0: I think it's sort of a birthright thing, so this I is think what's
1: wrong with monarchies is that? It's just not fair.
0: <laughs> it It really is unfair. There's no way for you to get in on it.
1: It's rude, and I don't like it. You know how you said that Harry is sixth in line. What number in line do you think I am?
0: Right now, <laughs> I think you're maybe like the 300 millionth.
1: Oh, that's pretty high.
0: Maybe, and by 300 millionth, maybe I mean one billionth. How many people are there in the country? Because or in the world?
1: We could, oh, and the world is like 7 billion people, right?
0: So let's say you're one billionth.
1: It feels like you're putting a lot of people in front of me, and I'm not sure (laughs) that's necessary. But let's look at the UK population, because those people are all probably ahead of me, right? So that's 66.4 million. So I could be like 67th million or something like that, right? Maybe give a million-some-odd people in the United States ahead of me, but... Then I'm I'm right in there somewhere I think. Who, who's who do you think's closer to succession? You or me?
0: To being you, an heir to the throne? Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. like if I'm sixty seventh million, <laughs> are you sixty sixth, or are you like more like eighty fourth millionth?
0: Why would you be above me? Like, how does this all work? That's this is my all, question. This I'm is, asking
1: you if is... you're closer. If you think in your heart. You're closer to the throne than I am.
0: This is all so made up, it's hard for me <laughs> to have any sort of assessment. <laughs> well,
1: I don't know, Shannon. You gotta be prepared for this kind of stuff. What happens if a terrible <laughs> illness wipes out sixty seven million people and somebody's gotta be the the Queen of England, you know? And yeah. It could be me. It could be me. I guess if an illness wiped out all those people, what would you rule over? Who would pay your tax income?
0: <laughs> yeah. If that infrastructure is gone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say that I would be better suited than you.
1: That seems rude.
0: Because I like talking to people (laughs) and I like seeing people. I could
1: do, uh, I could uh, make appearances and shake hands and stuff. That kind of, that kind of stuff is okay, I guess. I I wouldn't mind. I
0: kind of hate it though. If I'm
1: getting paid enough money, I think it'd be worth it.
0: Then you don't have any time for yourself.
1: No time for themselves. I feel like they, they, they have like have what, lots of times. They have like twenty vacation homes that they just circle around. They're yeah. out hunting and playing polo or whatever. You might be closer in secession just because you I don't know, can remember their names and I can
0: <laughs> I don't
1: care at all. And I, I don't know. <laughs> I think I might be closer in secession. I feel like you're irish uh family came over maybe after my the english part of my family was already in the united states which might make it seem like you'd be closer mm. but then again everybody knows that the irish don't count mm-hmm. so i think my english heritage- how dare you
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: i wonder how many listeners we have from ireland and I hope they know that I was just kidding. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm proud of them. I mean, I would never do it, but, but it's a silly, stupid thing that exists. And they're just like, no, it's not for us. I think they should be allowed to choose how they want to live their life.
0: How American of you. <laughs> I think it's fascinating.
1: Yeah. Just do what the rest of us did. Move to the United States and say you're not going to follow their rules anymore. Welcome to the U.S.
0: Alright, here's some news from CES 2020. These gadgets can help you live your best lazy life.
1: Well, you know I love being lazy, Shannon.
0: Yeah, in... I figured because the last story was a little tough for you to hear about because you really don't care that much about it. I thought I'd try to introduce you to some new things you can care about that might make make you live a better, lazier life.
1: That's very kind of you. Very thoughtful.
0: (laughs) This is written by my colleague, Dalvin Brown.
1: Although you could have just not have told me that other story that I don't care about. It's so
0: interesting. (laughs) (laughs) You found it kind of interesting. People like to call millennials lazy.
1: How dare they?
0: (laughs) When in fact, we're just a bunch of tech-savvy innovators who increasingly show that you don't have to do everything the same way your parents or grandparents did.
1: Wait, can you hold on a second, Shane? I'm just going to lay down while you finish this story.
0: (laughs) Case in point, you don't have to have cable. You don't actually have to call people on the phone, ever. And splitting monthly bills with strangers can actually be normal. Adults born in the 1980s and early 1990s have practically become experts at finding alternatives to everyday tasks so they can get more done with less physical exertion. We have very little patience for inefficiency. The technology industry responds to society's call for innovation annually with a parade of products that relieve your burdens, free your hands, and allow you to make the most of your idle time. At CES 2020 in Las Vegas, forward looking startups and young adult focused companies showed off what the future could look like as AI and robotics become even more commonplace. What if you never had to touch filthy trash when prepping the garbage for takeout? Or what if you could coddle a cuddly robot when you don't have the time or patience for a real pet? The following products shown at CES show what's possible when you can let tech take over your mundane tasks. Toe New is an automated garbage can that makes taking the trash out less messy. No, it won't roll your garbage out to the street just yet, but it at least seals up the bag once it's full. And it replaces the bag automatically when you take out the trash so you no longer have to struggle to separate the opening of a fresh trash bag. How does it work? With the touch of a button on the outside of the can, Tonu will take a few seconds to seal the trash while it's still in the bin. After you remove the bag, the lid will close and automatically pull and blow a new trash bag into place. It has a rechargeable battery, so you can run it wirelessly for about a month before you need to recharge it and replace the bags. You can purchase it on Tonu's website for $119.95. There's a CES special going on now for $99.95. Shannon,
1: I think... You know that I'm pretty lazy, but more so, I'm very cheap. And what I couldn't be less interested in is paying that much money for a trash can. And furthermore, you probably have to buy, I don't know that this is true, but I'm assuming you have to buy special, like, replacement bag cartridges that probably cost more than just, like, plastic bags that you can usually put garbage in. So, in other words... I mean, you
0: don't know that.
1: Not for me, Shannon. It's definitely not that (laughs) difficult (laughs) to just. Although in our house, I usually take out the garbage and it's your job to replace the bag. But I feel like that's a pretty good little compromise.
0: It is. It is. So this would just allow me to just not have to do that part.
1: Yeah, so we need, before we (laughs) find a robot that can do your job, how about we find one that does my job as well?
0: Mm, Yeah, that would be good. Well, here's something that I think you're going to be excited about because I think you've had this dream for a while. It's called Ovis. While actual autonomous cars have yet to lift the burden of driving, self-rolling suitcases have moved out of the prototype stage. OVIS, which has rolled around CES in years past, is shipping nationwide if you want to shell out about $800. Its makers, ForwardX, put cameras and sensors all over it so, it so it identifies you rather than following strangers at the airport. Embedded GPS tracking lets owners track it down if it's been misplaced or stolen. OVIS is TSA-approved, ForwardX claims, and you'll find it on Amazon later this year. I mean, we were going to be in the market for new suitcases.
1: I think, Shannon, I, I would have to go through a bunch of old episodes of this podcast, but I'm pretty sure a suitcase that follows you around was my idea. So I'm expecting uh, royalty checks from this forward X in the <laughs> mail any day now.
0: If our mm. listeners
1: want to go back through and listen to all of our old podcasts and find where I presented that as an idea... Feel free to do that and tweet me which one it's in. <laughs> you might need a Stitcher Premium subscription. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that was my idea, and it's a good one. I just, like most ideas I had, have no drive or ability to implement.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've had lots of good ideas. I mean, it looks beautiful. Oh, my gosh, there's videos of, the, of it following you around. It's crazy cool.
1: I think I would like to have one, but I'll wait till they cost only $100 or something.
0: Might take a little while. Picture this. You're sitting on the toilet. You reach for toilet tissue and the cardboard roll is empty. So you make sure no one is around before scuffling out of the bathroom to grab a replacement. We've all been there. Charmin created a concept robot that solves this very specific and very relatable dilemma. Robot will bring toilet paper to you when you're stranded on the commode without toilet paper, but only if you have your smartphone with you to summon it.
1: Which, of course you have it with you. (laughs) I haven't pooped without my smartphone with me in, well, since I got my smartphone.
0: Yeah, because why would you not? It's endless entertainment. The self-balancing autonomous robot can't grab the toilet paper out of the cupboard, so you may just be better off asking a loved one to do you a solid. So the robot has to be preloaded with toilet paper
1: or you know what you could do is just preload your (laughs) little toilet paper receptacle next to the toilet and then you don't have this problem
0: yeah it's just i don't always understand the need for some of these innovations but they sure are interesting yeah i mean that suitcase Ugh,
1: that suitcase is a pretty good idea i do hate having to Use my arms at the airport.
0: (laughs) It would be cool.
1: It'd be even cooler if you could just say, "Like, I want to take my time." You go, you go through security without me, and just rolls up (laughs) to ops in the ops in the X-ray machine, and then rolls all the way to the plane, gets in the overhead uh, bin, and then you just meander over there when you feel like it.
0: And last today, we've got the lightning-fast headline roundup. Does Dusty care about these stories in the slightest? Here we go. Dry January is good for health and wallet.
1: Well, I'll tell you what it's not good for, Shannon. My stress levels.
0: Rome bans souvenir stands at historic monuments.
1: But where am I supposed to get my magnet from? <laughs>
0: Yep, Quibi is yet another new streaming service.
1: Not interested. You tell Quibi that my wallet is empty.
0: There's an egg peeling hack going viral on Twitter.
1: I think it's more stressful having to remember all these different kinds of hacks than it is just, (laughs) you know, just having to deal with a little extra eggshell stuck to your egg.
0: So you're of the mind that you don't always need to live your best lazy life.
1: I don't know. I think I'm just already fine at uh, at peeling an egg, and I just don't feel like I need a hack. What is it, though? Is it just, uh, you just kind of crush it between your hands, and then you peel it off? It says off?
0: to shake it up in water, but I think that it has Who mixed just results. just has a
1: bunch of water in a <laughs> bowl somewhere, huh? <laughs> Oh, I gotta clean a bowl. I gotta waste a bunch of water. Just peel your egg and eat it, all right? There's a little extra shell on it. Just crunch it and go about your day.
0: You tell him, man.
1: Ridiculous. Ugh, and now you gotta eat a wet egg? No, thank you.
0: Brad Pitt's Titanic joke at Leo DiCaprio slays. He said he would have shared the raft...
1: Ooh, sick burn from Benjamin Button.
0: <laughs> Cameron Diaz and Benji Madden announced birth of baby girl.
1: Oh, they're having a baby? Then maybe we should pay some portion of our taxes to taking care of them and their family. <laughs> Not, because that's ridiculous. <laughs> Next week on I Tell My Husband the
0: News. Well, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. That's why it's called The News. <laughs> I tell my husband the news as part of the USA Today podcast network. New episodes come out every Monday. If you want to check out other podcasts from all across the USA Today network, just go to podcast.usatoday.com or find them wherever you listen to podcasts like Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.